The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich, flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today. Hello, hello, and welcome to Not So Good Ideas Podcast. I'm Bree here with Eleni. Hi, and welcome to another episode where we talk about interior design and try to entertain you guys at the same time. Well, here we go. Another <laughs> week, another dollar. Another week. <laughs> yeah. It feels like it's been long. Well, I guess it has been. Did has we it? record last week? I don't know. I don't either. <laughs> Why does it feel like it's been a month? <laughs> it feels like it's been a long time. I guess so, yeah. Well, anyways, how are you? What's been going on this week? Any news? Any updates? So you oh, had an install. Oh my gosh, I've had like a crazy month, but especially this last week and this week were insane. Oh so, yeah. <sighs> I'm sick. I'm sick. So that's my not so good idea. I'm super sick. Oh, no. Um, Willow's sick. She has whatever I have, like throat, oh, congested. No. And, and last week she was sick with the stomach flu. Oh, and now no. she has this. <laughs> I know. Well, my not so good idea was that Coco has kennel cough. So we're all just on the right track. Oh, no. <laughs> well, how do you get that? Um, this other dog he sees every day got it from probably daycare and it's okay. We found out because he had to go get his shots and they're like, we can't even give him a shot. So he's got kennel cough. I was like, oh, word. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> wow. So everyone's sick. The animals are sick. The adults are sick. The kids are sick. Yeah. Oh. Crazy. On top of everything else going on, now I'm sick. (laughs) But that's okay. It's all right. Let's have Eric make you some soup. (laughs) Yeah. Well, we're we just I just put an order in for some pho. So. Oh, perfect. I was gonna say pho, but I know that's kind of like very specific. (laughs) (laughs) That's what heals you. You gotta get the pho. It does. All those nice, good vitamins that ingredients. That's good. Make sure you drink all the broth, too. <laughs> oh, God. It's a lot. I can never finish it. Well, don't finish it, but make sure you're getting good slurps. Yeah. <laughs> I always add sriracha, and then it clears me out, too. So That's perfect. good. Do you have a good idea to counterbalance the... Um, I feel like a lot of good things have also been happening. We've been so busy 
just like nonstop. I feel like I'm having, I'm in the middle of a powder room renovation. Mm. Oh, the special one with the special sink. No, this is a different one. Oh man. <laughs> this one has a crazy tile. I saw that. That was really yeah. cool. So um, we furred out like a whole wall and put the plumbing in the wall, which if you know, plumbing in the wall is kind of a headache. Yeah. It's always easier <laughs> just like from the counter. So <laughs> yeah, that was, uh, it's been an interesting two weeks. We had like three days last week and then five days this week to get it all done. Oh, gosh. So, Oh, this was the quick one you had to turn around. Yes, it's very quick. So oh I'm my like, gosh. I've been there all day, every day, like on top of all these subs. Um, that's probably how you got sick was all the stress. And I think around. so. I think you're right. I was, yeah. Anyways, we're talking about good idea. Oh, sorry. I was <laughs> no, relating. No, I think I totally got off track there. Uh, <laughs> it, it is good. It's exciting to finally be doing that install. And yeah, a lot of good things have been happening. We've been getting ready for Halloween and mm. I ordered Willow's costume. Oh! what is it a secret or surprise what she's gonna be no she wants to be she likes the tinkerbell movies i don't know if you know there's tinkerbell movies (laughs) and there's a fairy there's like tons of different fairies but there's a specific one she likes i think she was watching it when we were there that one time it looked really cute yeah oh she wants to be this like teal fairy her name's silver mist so they don't make that costume Oh, I see. (laughs) I ordered like the Tinkerbell dress, like the fairy Tinkerbell dress, and I'm dyeing it with like the dye. You're the best mom in the world. (laughs) Ombreing it for her. That's so sweet. Oh, I remember when you made that. What costume did you make? Where you like cut out all the shapes for her costume and you sewed it all together? Mm -hmm. A dinosaur. Yeah. Wow. See, look at that. Uh, can you adopt me? <laughs> yes. Can you make my Halloween costume? I totally will. Okay, I want to be old Greg. I need a pink tutu. Oh, um, gosh. Okay, let me get started. Let me make that. <laughs> and I need seaweed, like, um, integrated into a wig, if you can do oh, that. I'm sure I could. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I'll send you, like, $500. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> Perfect. I'll put in like the hall of fame of like the best old Greg costume. <laughs> yeah, I'm like crafty lady. I'll do I it know. all. I, that's why I picked you for a partner for every project. I'm like, you <laughs> doing the model, sweetie. I'm not doing that part. <laughs> oh gosh. But anyways, what about you? What's your not so good idea? Um, just that. Well, I don't think we, I told, I told you right after it happened, but, um, we found out we had three different species break into our attic after mm. the huge storm. Um, cause we have like a lot of trees in our mm-hmm. area and one, um, basically knocked our chimney cap. And so raccoons got in, squirrels got in. Um, you can oh, use your no. imagination for the other ones that make me squeam. But 
anyways, it's a very expensive fix. Um, and then Coco got sick. And it's just like all these things keep happening with with money. I'm like, can we? <laughs> yeah, always something. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. Not well. It's just a not so good idea to not have like a plethora of savings for these. But I'm literally only 25. What do you want me to do? <laughs> it's like, I don't know what to tell you. Yeah. You can't. Yeah. It's always like unexpected. Yeah. So we have like a one way tunnel coming out of our house right now um, because they need a week to get them out because they try to do it like a humane way. I understand. Mm-hmm. But I grew up with hunters and I'm like, <laughs> okay mm, <laughs> you sure that's the most efficient way they're like mm-hmm. i'm like <clears throat> all right <laughs> oh you're just God. making a mess of all the insulation up there you know that they're like yes ma'am i'm like we're gonna have to redo that right they're like yes ma'am i'm like okay all right oh, oh god you can't just get up there and uh <laughs> no all right anyways okay Moving that's on. a nightmare i'm sorry it's okay but my good idea is I know I said I don't need a therapist, but I just got another one that goes through my insurance. Um, mm. And I'm, I have my first appointment with them in November, which then I also realized that I'm turning 26 in December and I get kicked off of my insurance. So I'm like, mm. <laughs> oh, better make this one last. <laughs> you get like a solid month. <laughs> Pretty much. I'm like, let's just get them all in. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm sure they'll continue with me. But that means I really need to get it together and get my new insurance. And also me and Dylan made a court date to get like officially U.S. married in December, too. So that's another good idea because we technically aren't married in america oh my god i didn't know that yeah 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 um, a lot of people don't it's a lot of paperwork you have to get everything notarized it actually takes it's so much easier to just get like a court marriage here than it is to notarize all the greek paperwork so i've been technically single for a year <laughs> yeah right (laughs) but now for taxes i mean we didn't get we clearly didn't get married for taxes because what we waited a whole year so everyone rest assured (laughs) we got married for love and now i'm gonna i gotta go do the whole taxes thing Mm -hmm. gotta make sure i get married before the end of the year (laughs) oh my gosh anyways really excited for our guest today um i think it's gonna be a good chat excited for everybody to listen Uh, me too i feel like we've been in communication with her for a while now so it'll be good to finally have her on and hear her story and more about her work which is really interesting yes please welcome lee suggs hi Hi there sorry it wouldn't let me unmute myself for a second (laughs) that wouldn't have been good (laughs) defeats the purpose yes so do you want to kind of tell everybody where um, you're currently based? Where are you? <laughs> I am currently in my studio in Richmond, Virginia. Um, I've been here for exactly 10 years, not in my studio, but in Richmond, Virginia. Um, right. I moved here for grad school in 2013. So Richmond's been my home base for a little bit. But prior to that, I was in uh, Chapel Hill. North Carolina, mm-hmm. which is where I went to school for undergrad. Perfect. Uh, yeah. 
You would have been close to me, but you left. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm always, I get so excited when people are near Charlotte because it's, I mean, it's a city, but it's not New York or California. Yeah. So mm-hmm. when you had emailed us to go to your show, I was like, yes, see important people come to Charlotte. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know if I'm that important, but thank you. <laughs> you are. Yeah, yeah, you definitely are. Your work speaks for itself and it's so special that Eleni got to go see it in person. Like oh, yeah. we don't get that opportunity very often. Yes. Oh, I'm glad that worked out. Yeah. Yeah. And Good timing. Then, yeah. <laughs> and even my husband was like, oh, wow. I was like, yeah, we get real people on here. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they do real cool stuff. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that's awesome. Do you like Virginia? Is it How's the, I want to say, how's the weather? Cause I don't like the cold weather. <laughs> oh, the weather's very similar to Charlotte. I That's would say good. here in Richmond, it's like, you know, hot and muggy during the summer. And then you get a few nice weeks of spring and fall and then winter can be yucky, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there it's very goes. similar. I would say it's very, very similar. That's good. Yeah. I feel bad for Brie cause she only has like four months of summer and then winter just drops right in. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, a little more, but yeah, it gets really cold here. You know, yeah. I'm from Colorado, so <laughs> very cold. <laughs> but awesome. Do you, did you grow up coming to Charlotte a lot or? I what? mean, Charlotte was the closest city to where I grew up. So yeah. Right. Uh, if you were going to fly anywhere, you had to go to Charlotte. Yes. If you wanted to go see any show like music or what I saw David Copperfield when I was little in mm-hmm. Charlotte. And then oh, nice. I wow. also uh, grew up swimming and oh, also Carowinds. Oh, yes. Kid. I looked for But that's on that. the border. That's like yeah. South Carolina, North Carolina. Straddle. <laughs> um, yeah, but I also grew up as a swimmer. So I, a lot of um, swim meets happened in Charlotte too. So yeah, totally different capacity than what brings me to Charlotte now, but, um, right. Yeah. It, it did grow a lot though. It's really crazy. And I mean, I grew up in Greenville, South Carolina and we grew up driving here too to fly out of the airport. And so when I was trying to decide where to live, I'm like, well, I don't want to go home, but I do want to be close. I'm like, yeah. Charlotte, I can fly anywhere. <laughs> yeah. And I thought Richmond would have that, but the airport here is like, it's beautiful, lovely, easy to get like in the actual airport and out of it. But there's like, it's a, it's not a hub for any airline. Right. So flights are like really expensive. So yeah. I do miss that, but um, Richmond's great. I love living here. It's good. It's especially good for the arts too. I had a lot of friends um, who live there or do live there. And I feel like there's definitely a lot of inspiration around. I feel like it's very culturally diverse too. Um, it's kind of everything else around Virginia, you would be surprised going to Richmond and seeing how like cultural it is. (laughs) My husband's also from West Virginia. And so I never, I was like, is it anything like Virginia? Like I never knew anything about West Virginia. He was like, no. (laughs) (laughs) I've been hiking a lot in West Virginia. But where do you go? I mean, in the mountains, but it's like always also just straddling between Virginia and West Virginia, just depending on where you go. So it's hard to know where you are when you're in the beautiful woods like that. So that's true. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So what led you to where you are currently? Do you want to kind of 
dive into that. Um, I guess. Well, yeah. How far do we back up? Um, well, a lot of people <laughs> ask that they're like, do you mean like when I came out of the womb? I'm like, it's really up to you. <laughs> I won't go back that far. Juicy stuff. Yeah. Interesting. Um, So I did undergrad at UNC Chapel Hill. And then, you know, I was an art major there. But the reality of, you know, stepping out of school and suddenly having an art career is like really, really rare. Um, But also, my parents are sort of like, all right, you're on your own now. (laughs) So the reality of getting a job and having money and, you know, all that adulting comes crashing down on you. Yes. Um, so I worked as an office manager for a design firm in Chapel Hill. They did interior architecture and exhibit design. It was a husband and wife. And so I worked for them for 10, 10 plus years because I, I did work for them even after I left Chapel Hill. But, um, you know, I got a really great uh, lesson, life lesson and running somebody else's creative studio. So mm-hmm. I started off as office manager with them and ended up being the director of operations by the time I left. So I, I got pretty deeply embedded in the business aspect um, of their, their business, which was lovely and great. But I, it was also, I had gone through the like 2008, 2009 crash and watched Uh, several projects that I had birthed at a young age or helped birth like just totally crumble and it was really disheartening and I think it was just at that right time in my life to feel like okay maybe maybe this isn't feeding my soul (laughs) no offense you guys (laughs) no no none taken (laughs) but I I did love it I just that was a really hard thing to witness um and I was still too young to like I obviously luckily did not lose my house or things like that, but I, it was hard watching other things crumble. Um, and I was too young. I think I was just too young to witness that. Mm-hmm. So I think probably around 2010, I like really decided I wanted to um, start refocusing on making art. I was making art all along, but I was doing it after work. So after a eight to 10 hour day, sometimes longer, I'd maybe squeeze out an hour at home and I was working on my dining room table and I wasn't really taking it as serious as I guess, obviously as I am now, but I, I sort of had some success once I started making more around that time and started getting some shows. I'd won a grant, you know, I don't know. I just, I think my ego got lifted a little bit in that That's department. good. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, we all need that from time to time. Yeah. So I decided I, you know, if I was really going to make the leap and leave my job that I wanted to go to grad school and like buy myself time to figure out if making art full time or even teaching whatever it was in the art making world, mm-hmm. like, did I really want to be doing that? Right. And I felt like grad school was a way to sort of have a soft landing. I know that sounds weird because grad school is hard as hell, but for me to leave a job or leave a career, it was like, oh, I, you know, that's a legitimate something. Right. Um, I say that with a question mark, but it was legitimate for me. I think a lot of people don't feel like grad school for art is necessary, but, um, it was what I needed to make that shift and I've never gone back. So, 
to answer your question of how I got to here, <laughs> even 10 years later from that, I've been making art full time since grad school. Um, but a lot has happened, you know, in, in those 10 years of me even being in Richmond. I just think that that journey of deciding to become an artist was a little bit longer for me than mm-hmm. most people, but I probably overthought it. <laughs> well, it's kind of great that you had the perspective of the business side first. Oh, God, yeah. Like, I'm sure that benefited you in a lot of ways moving forward with your own art. Oh, definitely. I, I can't tell you how many people I help <laughs> in my network of friends when they have questions about, you know, contracts or, you know, tax things or whatever. So I've, I certainly, I, um, yeah, I wouldn't have ever learned any of that in art school. No, right. <laughs> I still don't even know if they teach you all of that in business school, but <laughs> yeah. So well, I, yes, I'm so grateful that I have that side too. Yeah, it's pretty amazing. Um, so do you want to describe your work for everybody and kind of walk us through what you make, how you make it? Uh, sure. Um, I. <laughs> I st- I'm still trying to figure out what I make. I think that's the, <laughs> maybe the thing why I keep coming to work every day because I'm still trying to figure it out. But um, What's your inspiration? <laughs> like what inspires your work? Um, so I do a lot of cut paper. That's like the easiest way to describe something. Um, but I cut it all by hand. So I use an X-Acto knife, a number 11 blade, if anyone's real curious. Um, <laughs> so I Sharp. got your hundred, yes. I've cut myself many times, but I go through hundreds of blades uh, and I make little tiny cuts in paper. Um, But what I'm like the conceptual piece behind all that is about exploring the mysterious things that we can't really define. Um, And more specifically for me lately, or at least this like last few years of work that I've been exploring is more about closed eye visions. Mm -hmm. So like if you rub your eyes a little too hard, all those like specks and colors and like weird yes. patterns and oh, things. Love those. Uh-huh. <laughs> so like, how do you translate that to somebody? And like, I think more than half the population would be like, oh, oh yeah, acid. I do see those things. Yeah, like <laughs> drugs. Or I only saw them when I was on acid. I'm like, no, you don't have to be on drugs. <laughs> They're there. Um, but yeah, I get that all the time. No, I have not done a lot of drugs. No, um, I'm just saying like people <laughs> typically say like on acid, it's like a kaleidoscope. So that's what I would think that when you rub your eyes, I'm like, is that what it is? <laughs> <laughs> but you can get it without the burnout effect afterwards, right? Like, yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, there's so many, like, even if you stare at a light too long, mm. that like, you know, when you close your eye and you still see it. That, so I'm really interested in that like private movie screen we all have, but like no one else gets to see it. So yes. I think it's a magical thing, um, but how do you translate that? So my work is exploring that and exploring that through the idea of like visual manipulation. So like moray patterns or um, repeat patterns and then if you're cutting out a bunch of holes in the paper how much of that pattern can you still recreate without it all being there um Mm -hmm. but I guess also lately I've been thinking a lot more about beyond that of like 
yeah, not to get too woo woo, but the the mysterious <laughs> mysteriousness of like actually living right. and our energy and where all that goes and blah 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 blah. But no, I love that. Don't oh, blah, wow. blah 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 that. Yeah. That's my favorite topic. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I just watched a thing about um infinity on Netflix. Yeah. Oh my god, it blew my mind. Is it like how to Ooh. change your mind at all? No, that- no. It's like, the, what, does infinity really exist? So like ah. the idea of like, where does the universe end? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Where It'll does it end? Did, did they tell you? No. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> but did it ever even start? Like, it's like that yeah. kind of feeling of like, oh my God, you're just back at the beginning again. Anyway. That's, I love that kind of stuff. But, oh, um, me too. That's I'm like, don't blah, blah, blah. <laughs> we could turn this whole podcast around. <laughs> well, and I'm still trying to figure out how to verbalize all that. So I guess that's why it's still a blah, blah, blah for me. But that's mm-hmm. kind of where my work is moving towards mm-hmm. at the moment. I know I didn't really describe visually the work, but you can look at it on my website. Everyone, <laughs> everyone start. And yeah, just rub, rub your eyes. eyes. Rub your eyes. <laughs> and whatever you see, I try to mimic that. That's really <laughs> cool though. Have you ever done kind of like um, a survey of maybe like 10 different people and what they saw, like maybe like kind of in person and tried to be like, write it down really quick and be like, okay, blue, red, yellow. And like, <laughs> that's really cool. <laughs> I've done a version of that. This might sound kind of weird, but this guy emailed me after I had an art opening somewhere and our artist talk or something. And he emailed me afterwards and he was like, I see blue dots too behind my eyelids because I've made this whole series about these like bright blue dots that I see. And he was like, except mine are red. (laughs) Oh, (laughs) So I like decided to try to draw what he was describing to me. Mm -hmm. And maybe like three months later, I showed him, like, I was inspired by what he said. Like the the conversation ended at that email, but then I sent him a picture of what I made and he was like, oh yeah, it looks nothing like that. Oh, (laughs) oh, of course. (laughs) Okay. Well, I tried, like, he was so inspired by my work that I was trying to think like, what, like, what was he saying? How would I see that? What he's saying? Right. Anyway, so then that led into a whole other body of work where like the failure of language, like (laughs) when somebody says the color red, like there's like a bajillion reds, right? But which one are you envisioning and which one am I envisioning? So yeah, I did a whole body of work about that failure of color language or anyway. That's really interesting. Yeah, I I like that. that. Yeah. My mom it, told me when I was in grad school, which this is where these two things collide, but that she had synesthesia. What's that? So she, it's basically crossing of your senses. So like maybe hearing something makes you think of a color, see a color. Oh. So like Pharrell Williams, he has it. If you Google Pharrell Williams and synesthesia, you'll like find well, a bunch he, of stuff They can him. hear colors, right? I've heard, oh, I didn't yeah. know what it was called. So my mom has it, but with reading. So like the alphabet, each letter is a different color. Oh. So when she reads, it's like, she just sees these like crazy rainbows. Wow. Why would we reading all the time? Oh, oh, she's an avid reader. (laughs) My first thought when she told me all that was like, holy crap, mom, like you taught me how to read and you taught me what the colors were. Like, 
did I get them all backwards? Like, did we like, <laughs> like, do I have something wrong? Obviously not. But I had that weird moment of feeling like, you know, this person who has this, oh, her own private version that she, it's normal to her that she mm-hmm. taught me. I'm like, can that pass through osmosis or something? And it, and it doesn't, <laughs> but um, yeah. So I also made a body of work using her color alphabet. So I had her translate an alphabet with paint samples. I made her go to the paint store and get like physically match the color to the A, the color A. So I have this whole chart that's a color chart of her alphabet. So that's oh, wow. awesome. It's always oh like gosh. a way to communicate with her. That's amazing. Yeah. It's like a and- superpower. That's amazing. I wish come on I know right but I tried to I like tried to write her a letter in the color like so I did it on graph paper and every letter was a color block of like her A's were red or E's were yellow or something like that and so I wrote her a whole letter and I was like can you translate it back and she was like oh no that's way too hard (laughs) all my ideas about being able to translate no just say yes say yes she did I want to believe she was like oh my god I know so I keep failing at all these attempts of trying to understand how other people see but I I guess it's you know that's why I keep making the work I'm making right that's amazing (laughs) yeah we all see it differently so wow I'm very inspired I'm like come on I'm like (laughs) I could see it I could see it can't force it though I tried no I know so what is I mean it sounds like you know you're busy with your shows and you know creating your work what is a typical so if you could kind of sum up a day in your life what's it looking like um I think for me and maybe I'm not a typical artist but like I really have to treat my like studio as a office or as a job obviously very different than walking into a typical office, but like I come here every day and I'm here nine to five-ish or whatever. So I, I keep pretty much regular business working hours. Um, but a normal day, I try to exercise in the morning, you know, that fails half the time. Good but for you. I try. <laughs> At yeah. least you try. Because <laughs> if I don't do it in the morning, you know, you find every excuse to not do it by the time you get home. Right. so I try to do that in the mornings and then I just moved to a new house that's pretty close to my studio so I've been walking to work which is lovely so I'm adding that into my day Um, very nice I love that yeah and it's also I like I sit a lot because I do so much tedious laborious work that you know getting up and moving like that is (laughs) long-term really important (laughs) for multiple reasons um, but I usually get here between nine and 10. Um, and I, I work all day. Wow. I mean, not, I'm not making art all day, but I'm right. And you know, like today I ran errands for two hours. Like I took right. work to a framer and then had to take stuff to the post office. So it's right. all glamorous, but right. We know how that is. Yeah. <laughs> you know, right. You set out a whole day to actually get something done and then you get nothing done. Yeah. Or if it seems like you get nothing done. So no, mm-hmm. I think I, it's like any other normal working person, but I get to paint and right. draw and 
cut paper. (laughs) Yeah, even as designers, people think we're just sitting there like sifting through our materials library and looking through like a fan deck. And I remember we had someone come in to film like a B-roll of our team for our website. And the guy was like, do you when do you get up? Like when you just you've been emailing this whole time and on the phone like oh yeah and I'm like no this is like 80 percent of Mm. what I do and then the 20 percent I have to do it really quick because I have all these other things and that's every designer and every artist like the end what you see is like what we produce is so cool but it's like you don't know what goes on behind the doors yeah yeah Yeah. (laughs) and I think that's like the really tricky part of explaining what we do to people I also think that people think making art is only making art, but like I'm one person and I have to like, I have to do my website. I have to do Instagram. I have to do all my emails. I have to do all any, anything that's not the art making part. I'm also doing. Right. We've been seeing that um, become a trend with a lot of the people we talk to is that they feel like their business has become like a social media business. Like everyone's so invested now in their social medias and their TikToks and their reels. And it's like, you have to put in so much effort into that. And a lot of people don't realize that it's it's like another job. job. Yeah. 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 (laughs) I, you know, I haven't really gotten into that. I mean, I have an Instagram presence because it's easy to for me to like take a photograph of my work or post a photograph I've had taken of work. Sure. But I can't, I, I'm not a videographer and like, I'm also not a photographer, but like whatever iPhones make it slightly easier. Yeah. I just, yeah. I don't, I don't know how to make a reel. (laughs) Brie had to teach me. I was like, how do you do this? And she's like, you just don't want to learn. So you don't have to do it. I'm like, maybe slightly true, but also how do you do this? It's a lot. It's a lot of hours added on to the creative stuff. So, well, and then that also has to be creative. So Mm -hmm. like, this is suck something else out of you. Sucks it all out of you. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So I like, I stick to like the emails. I'm like, I'm really good at talking. And then Bree's really creative with like, she's a good videographer, photographer for puts together all these side jobs yeah all these <laughs> visuals you know she's open yeah, yeah. <laughs> no but she's really good at it and then I come on I'm like who all those emails she's like don't even talk to me I'm like okay <laughs> one reel seems to take like three hours at, at the least it's insane I know but I you know also the I think fortunate part about being able to sell my work that allows me to be able to also pay for a photographer, mm-hmm. pay, you know, to have my work framed. I'm not framing my own work. You know, I just can't, I like, I don't know how one person would ever or could ever do it all. And I, I'm also a terrible photographer. That was my lowest grade in art school. So <laughs> I should never be responsible for taking my own photos. So there are other people that do it much more beautifully and I don't know. It's nice to be able to also tap into my own network in that way. Mm-hmm. But that at we all least sort of support each other. At least you respect that and you respect other people's crafts. Some people really do think they can do it all. And it's right. like, no, 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 no. You got to pass the baton. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
So yeah. that's good. But you can hit up Brie. Brie went to school originally for photography and then changed the yeah. interior design. So I'm like, I'm really selling her. Go on. Yeah, I know. You really are. <laughs> You're like, I'm busy. <laughs> Three uh, jobs. Yeah. And children. Yes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, anyway, so what's what do you see that's next for you? Um, any shows coming up? Well, my show in Charlotte is up, I think, through the end of the, or at least till holiday-ish time. Um, so that's happening. We're going to have an artist talk at some point. We're talking about when that talk will be oh. <laughs> tomorrow. <laughs> um, so that's kind of like immediate on the horizon. Um, I am making, I'm actually coming off a pretty rough, like, exhibition schedule. It's pretty busy this the last couple years and then um I had some big commissions this summer so I'm actually like in a place where I'm slowing down which is good hard for me to digest I'm not good at slowing down oh. but, um, <laughs> I need to and it's also a perfect timing rolling into the holidays so right now normal like just making stuff and but nothing crazy but Next year, I am participating in Art on Paper, which is a um, art fair in New York. Ooh. So all that work will have to be done in spring, but the fair's not till late summer. Okay. But there's all a bunch of prep work that has to happen after the work is done, like photography. <laughs> uh, and then oh, framing boy. and marketing and stuff like that. So like my right. deadline's way before that. Um, I'm like, but yeah, we should postpone our New York trip for the show. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Well, sure. that's a whole year. <laughs> I know. She's looking at me like, no, we're not postponing <laughs> this one anymore. <laughs> well, that's really cool. I, Lenny told me your husband does furniture as well. Is that right? Yes. And he has a big show here in Richmond next. Oh, this Friday. Oh, <laughs> would you ever see yourself I'll say next Friday? <laughs> That's this Friday it's coming up. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Do you um, ever see yourself maybe doing some sort of collaboration with your husband, like your art, his furniture in a show? Oh, him and I talk about it all the time, but the like reality, I, you know, no, <laughs> it's a no. <laughs> it's okay. It's a dream. It's not a no. It's a dream. We talk about it a lot, but you know, he mostly does furniture for interior designers. So mm -hmm. he, a lot of it is his own designs, and that they tweak. Like, oh, we need that table to be longer or whatever. Um. So it's kind. Of, it, he's just working in a different realm than I am but we have right. talked about it so many times and even collaborating on like a line of furniture mm. but I just yeah we both need another one of ourselves if we're gonna like make that happen it's just so hard to coordinate we're both so busy but right. it's a dream and I'm glad we have it it's always lovely to chat with him about that stuff and yeah think this about that I have to ask, and you don't have to answer. You can say no. Does what does he think of us, interior designers? Since oh, he he's trying to move his business to the trade only, so he obviously loves you guys. Yeah. Okay. okay. I you never them. know. You I never mean, know. I, and I guess maybe that is similar in our worlds. That like, 
I mainly work with galleries, mm-hmm. which I think for most artists that's shifting, but it's like the old model. Right. But I, the reason I love it is because it does take a little bit of the burden off of not having to answer all the emails. I'm not also, also having to sell my work. Right. I have help in that department. Mm-hmm. Um, and for him, he likes working with the trade because they're in like the buffer and the in-between the client because he sometimes yes. gets people who need their hands held the whole time. Right. <laughs> and and for him, he like, he's like, okay, I can't hold your hand while I'm on the well, know, table saw. <laughs> <laughs> Give me a moment. I was just going to say on the table. <laughs> yeah. He, I, th- I think that's where designers like they know their client a little bit better. They can rein them in, or they can like, mm-hmm. you, know, you need this, and he, you know, that's good. Yeah. That's great. Yeah, yeah. good. All so right. he loves you guys. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Wow. Well, we we love our furniture designers. So yes, right on back. <laughs> and yeah, I can maybe. definitely see, you know, your cutouts in a crazy furniture piece. Oh yeah, like, that would be awesome. I know on some good cabinet doors. Mm -hmm. Yeah. He also just got a CNC machine. So I oh perfect. Yeah. (laughs) Like, what could we do? I'm so excited. We're gonna (laughs) manifest it for you. Like we're speaking it out now. So it's gonna Mm -hmm. happen. He just did we both both of our work were works. I don't know how you say that properly. Both of our works were just put into a house together. We have some friends that have both of our things in their house, but this was like the first full on big professional job that where my artwork was placed over his credenza. Oh, wow. But the designer was like, you guys are so awesome. I'm putting you guys together. And so it was really sweet. And that's kind of, that's a nice, thing to come out of well do you um want to share a good and not so good idea with us oh my god you know I was like fretting over this question because it's like (laughs) the pressure of like I don't want anybody to know I've done anything wrong (laughs) well we kind of put it in a way like we've kind of rephrased it like something you've learned from um, something you grew from like I know not so good sounds bad but it's kind of something that that isn't bad it's just wasn't great and maybe yeah it's just not so good I mean it's we all learn from these mistakes in order to create beautiful things you know yes yeah I think that's another thing they don't teach you in school is how (laughs) important failure is Mm -hmm. instead you're like constantly reprimanded for failure like oh yeah I mean obviously if you don't study you're gonna get a bad grade that's one type of reprimanding but like at least in art school, learning from your mistakes is a really crucial part within your own practice or within your own studio and not being afraid to be like, oh, that's bad. Right. I need to remake it or I need to like just burn it and start over. <laughs> um, because I, I, I worked for another artist for um, a couple years and she was so busy <laughs> that mm. she didn't get to do any of her art making. Um, and she said something to me that like just you know blew my brain out of the water of just like she was like I need you to make the mistakes for me so when I'm asking you to experiment I really truly want you to experiment because I felt like everything I was touching or making for her needed to be this precious thing 
And when she was like, stop treating that, like it has to be the finished piece. Like we're, we're, this is all trial and error. And I was like, oh, Mm. Ah. I, I don't know. It was just like a moment of like, oh, even though you're this big, famous artist, you still are trying to figure it out. Human. Right. Yeah. We're all human. So I think having not so like a ton of not so good ideas is really important to get to the good ideas. You right. win. You win the podcast. <laughs> that's it. That's, that's the, the that's best the answer yeah. ever. <laughs> Thank it sounded like a canned response, but it's so true. It is. No, that's it like is. the whole point. Yeah. I did have somebody ask me one time, like, how many unfinished pieces do you have? And I, you know, I'll abandon something before I'll finish it. Yeah. Just because there's so much labor involved in my work. But I I probably have like less than 10 pieces that I finished and would never show or never like put out there in the world. Just give them to me. (laughs) So maybe those were the bad ideas, like the real bad ideas that I sort of was like, oh yeah, shit in hindsight. Mm -hmm. But yeah, lots of things I've abandoned along the way too. I like that. That's a good, yeah, it's relatable. Yeah. Yeah. What about good idea or is that one harder? That's Oh, I think, you know, (laughs) yeah, that actually that's easier. One really good (laughs) idea I had was to go to grad school and pursue my dream. I like taking that leap to become a full-time artist is scary as all get out, but uh, it's worked out. I can see it definitely. Yes. (laughs) So that was a really good idea was to, to make that jump, but it took me a number of years to get there, but surrounding yourself with people that will, support you and encourage you to make those moves when you're debating and right I don't know I also at art school they don't tell you about all that stuff too it -hmm. takes a village like it really does the number of people around me that I people I need to cry to people I need to like ask advice of it's just yeah you can cry to us. To we do like a whole hour crying before we actually get to the episodes a lot of Why the time. Why didn't you tell me? Well, because Brie gets home around the time that we started the episode. So like we, we could save it for after if you want to. Yeah. We could do it after. We'll just do a whole nother one. We appreciate yeah. it. Well, we like your work. We're happy we had you on the show. Oh, We're thank you. Yeah, so it was excited. Yeah, yeah, it's very inspirational for sure. Yes. <laughs> thank you for taking the time and yeah, I'm definitely going to be pondering about what you said about closing your eyes and <laughs> how your mom s- sees colors and letters. Like, I'm going to go and research that and watch a whole documentary about it tonight because that's how, like, it, you really triggered. Well, let some- me know if you find a good one. <laughs> I will. I'll send it to you because yeah. it's so fascinating. <laughs> but um, do you want to tell everybody really quick, too, how they can find you? Um, you know, we talked about your galleys, but how they can get your work. Um, just kind of plug yourself a little bit. Yeah, sure. You can find me in person, typically in my <laughs> studio, but don't do a Popeye. <laughs> that might not go over well. Um, but you can contact me through my website. There's a easy email me form there. Um, I'm also on Instagram at Lee Suggs, also public profile. So it's easy to see. <laughs> um, and then my website is just leesuggs.com. Um, what other ways? 
I have a few galleries around the country. So if you're ever lucky to see, catch something randomly in a city you're in, um, <laughs> that's also hard timing, you know, like that you actually be in New York when I have a show in New York. Well, um, I was in Charlotte. I live here. Yeah. So. Well, you live <laughs> there. Yeah. So Charlotte, New York, um, New Orleans, that's in uh, Richmond here, of course, are mainly that's where cool. I show on a regular basis. So. Perfect. Well, thank Great. you so much. Yeah, yeah, thank you. We'll have to have you on again and we can we can cry on another episode. Yeah. <laughs> well, maybe my husband can join us too and we can talk yes! about it. Like, we would love that. Yeah. That's manifest. That's gonna happen. Yeah. Yes. yes. If we speak it out into the universe and this goes out on the internet, that's pretty much the universe. It will happen. Yeah. <laughs> I'm still waiting on a dining room table, so that better happen first. <laughs> we'll make sure that happens. <laughs> The cobbler's kids have no furniture in their house, you know? <laughs> it's okay. I'm an interior designer and I have like half of the furniture in my house is missing. So yeah, exactly. <laughs> but yeah, your husband is also a furniture maker. So I mean, no, like, come on, just make two of everything and then we'll be good. Exactly. Just make like, keep the mistake one, the not so good one. And then yeah. just, yeah, know. there you go. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you, Lee. We don't want to yeah, keep you on too long. But- Having a versatile, high-quality piece of clothing feels great, but having a whole closet full of favorites feels even better. American Giant puts the quality, durability, and comfort they're famous for into everything you need for your spring days. From premium t-shirts and jeans to lightweight French terry joggers and their legendary best hoodie ever. Get 20% off your first order at American-Giant.com with code STAPLE20 at checkout. That's American-Giant.com, code staple two zero. When you visit Arizona, time is measured in moments, not minutes. Like the moment your work stress disappears as you kayak through the canyons. Or the moment you discover the life-changing effects of prickly pear chocolate. But nothing beats the moment you see the Grand Canyon for the very first time. Visit a new state of mind. Learn more at hereyouareaz.com.